Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 1. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According, somebody say according, as his divine power hath given unto us some things, a few things, a handful of things, here's some things, there's some, no, he said, hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. I want to talk to you tonight about the great escape. The great escape. Lord, we come to you thanking you, Lord, for your word tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your spirit. Help us, God, in this hour. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be led by your spirit tonight. Touch somebody's heart today. God, we give you the praise and the glory. Lord, and we do take authority that you have already given to us over principalities and powers. Lord, over the works of darkness, over things, dear God, that come and make strongholds in minds. You've given to us the authority in the name of Jesus, not by our might nor by power, but by your spirit. Oh, God, we give you praise today. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless you. You can be seated. The king of the world, the king of the universe, the creator of heaven and earth, the creator of you and me has a purpose for his people. He has a purpose for you. The question is, will we pursue it? Will we go after that purpose? Will we find what God has for us? D.L. Moody wrote, Columbus discovered America, but what did he know about its great lakes, rivers, forest the mississippi valley he died without knowing much about what he had discovered so many of us have discovered something of the love of god but there are heights depths and lengths of it we do not know that love is as great an ocean and we require to plunge into it before we really know anything about it in this season with a culture of confusion. In this time when fear seems to rule the hearts of men, paranoia and pandemic has become the commonplace. Now is the time for the people of God to say, I'm not going to waste this moment, but rather I'm going to use this moment to go to a new level, a new discovery with God. 
now is the time to ask ourselves, are we living beneath our divine appointment and privileges? Ezekiel saw a vision of a water flowing out from under the temple, the threshold of the temple of God. This river of life represents the ever-pursuing, flowing, progressive walk with God. He talked about those that were at the ankle deep that covers the feet. We need our walk to be progressive with the Lord. We need our walk to walk daily with Him. Amen. Paul said that if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us progress. Let us grow. Amen. The sad thing is that the enemy don't care how much uh, uh, you get of God uh, just as long as you stop. You do not progress. Just splash a little bit with your feet and that's okay. But God tells us that we're to pursue further. We're to go into knee-deep water. We're to have a prayer life. We're to have a communion with God. Knee-deep water, I think of kneeling down. And, and so that is very representative in my mind of prayer. Then to waste water, waste deep water that is producing faith. Amen. The further you begin to go out, the more faith you begin to need. Then past the heart, past the chest. It, it pursues our passions. Breathing becomes more difficult, as it were, when the water is pressing against your heart. Amen. Our passions have got to be growing in God. And then finally, water that is over our head. Amen. I want to challenge you in this hour that we're living in. Let's go and plunge beneath the river of life. Let's go into it as just deep as we can. Amen. Waters to swim in. Waters to progress in. Waters to grow in. Amen. God has a progressive divine purpose for your life. Your purpose, your spiritual and natural destiny is greater than you can imagine. God has loftier things planned for you than you and I could ever, uh, even hope for. He said that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Build your dream high. God still has more. Think about how far you can go and how deep you can go in him. And God said, I've got more for you. I've designated and designed a promise for you that is going to put you in the place where you can have everything that you need. So what keeps us from that divine purpose? What keeps us from that moment of progression and spiritual growth? What keeps us from the place of promise, the place of his inheritance for us? What keeps us from walking in absolute victory and harmony with God? What is it that keeps us in a state, as it were, of mediocrity? What binds us to the place of normal and average? Why is it that we just get stuck in a rut? Amen. I want to tell you today, it's time for a great escape. An escape from the average and the whole hum. Escape from normal. Escape from worldly thinking. An escape from carnal thinking. An escape from the spirit of fear grabbing our mind and escape from the enemy pushing and pushing and pushing and causing us to have all kinds of issues and thoughts and things that destroy us and keep us from uh, the promise
promise of God. Amen. If there ever was an hour, this time of corona crisis, this time of our world in crisis, it ought to be the mindset of a child of God. Get me out of mediocrity. Get me out of halfway living. Get me out of average Christianity. Get me out of that place where I just pacify my time. But rather, I want the promise of God. I want the power of God. I want everything he's got for me. Here's what I know. In this season we're living in, it will become the place of God's true Christian to stand out as completely different. Not ravaged by anger, not ravaged by fear, not ravaged by heartache, but having contentment in the crisis, peace in the crisis. That's the promise of God. Amen. Abundance. I want to tell you it's a blessing to see God blessing you in the middle when there's an economic downturn for the people of God. There's still provision. Amen. We are people designed to be filled with Holy Ghost power. Not just average power. Holy Ghost power. Dunamis power. You shall receive power after that. I want to walk in power. I don't want to just walk in just commonality of uh, just simply barely getting by. I still believe that the healing of the sick. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. If you, if, you, if you had worked with Brother John Yeary over the last few days, as I have, you would see a brother that's not what he was. His health is a different, he's a different man in his health. Amen. Oh, why? Because my God is a healer. If you could have seen my wife working for the last few weeks and days after being healed of her body, doing what she has not been able to do for almost two years, Amen. I'm having a hard time keeping up. I want to go. Lift me up, Lord. Lift me up, Lord. Lift me up, Lord. I don't want to be among the average. It's time that we would be integrity seeking, devil chasing, tackling the purpose of God for our life and saying, God, I want more than I can imagine. I'm not talking about some kind of crazy name it, name it claim it, grab it, blab it. But I'm talking about freedom, liberty, purpose. I'm talking about fervently chasing after God. We don't ignore the difficulty before us. American culture is rapidly sinking into the same of Sodom. Rapidly sinking into a spiritual crisis. Rapidly de declining. What better time? To have revival. I said, what better time to have revival? What better time to see God move? What better time? Amen. But the thing that it's going to take, it's going to take us escaping. We've got to escape some things to get to the promise. We've got to be willing to release from some things that have a hold on us so we can get to the promise. So where does the escape to the promise begin? Simon Peter, verse 1 of our text. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. First thing in this plan of the great escape is you've got to become a bond servant. That's what Peter said. I'm a servant. I'm a servant. 
Liberty and victory does not exist in a vacuum. Someone said liberty without restraint is always self-destructive. There are those that are crying today liberty, but they want no responsibility. Liberty without the bondage of law. Amen. Real freedom, spiritual freedom starts in the heart with a mindset that says I'm a bond slave to my master, Jesus Christ. It is not that I have just been purchased on the auction block, but rather he has redeemed me and given me the choice. Do you want to serve me with all of your heart? Do you want to just simply get barely get by? Or will you be a bond servant? A bond servant realizes the high price that was paid for their redemption and for their freedom. And yet they could have walked away. But they say, I will stay and serve. He healed me. He saved me. He delivered me. And he set me free. But I'm staying and serving. If you want to go to a new place with God... If you want to escape some things, you got to say, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm a bond servant. I'm not just barely living this thing, but I'm sold out to him. I've taken my ear to the doorpost, and he's driven in his all into my ear, which is a sign of a bond servant. Peter saw himself as a servant before he expressed himself as an apostle. Let me say that again. Peter saw himself as a servant before he expressed himself as an apostle. That is, the, that is the quintessential understanding of true ministry and working for God. Is that you have no business. I have no business serving in ministry if I don't become a bondservant. Amen. A bondservant requires that we begin to say, I identify. Number one, three things I want to tell you about a bondservant. Number one is you have to identify. A bondservant knows who they are. They picked to be a servant. They accepted the identity of submission and surrender. Amen. And servanthood. If you want to escape the things that are plaguing this world and go to greater heights with God, it is time to say, I accept the role of bondage. I'd rather be bound to Christ so that I might be free in Christ. I'd rather be bound in him so that I can be free in his spirit. So you accept the mentality of that I'm all in. I've watched people that live for the Lord. I've pastored people north, south, east, west of here. I've pastored people, well, actually south of here. I've pastored people in my ministry that they would come in and they'd burn like a Roman candle for a while. They'd shout and hoop and holler and they'd get real carnal. Why? Because they haven't their, gotten their heart. The identity is that I'm sold out to Christ. The world doesn't bother me because I'm sold out to Christ. I'm not going to follow the path of carnality because I'm sold out to Christ. I'm taking victory over temptation because I'm sold sold out to Christ. Hallelujah. It's the identity. They accept that identity. Also, it is an attitude. A bondservant takes the attitude of Christ who took, who denied, uh, as it were, transformed himself into that form of a servant. And Jesus repeatedly said, not my will, but thy will. Not my will, but thy will. You can't escape into the power and promise of God until you 
come to the attitude, not my will, your will. Not my will, your will. Not my will, your will, Lord. Hallelujah. Not my way, but your way, Lord. Amen. So you take on the identity of a servant, the attitude of a servant, and the mission of a servant. A bond servant accepts the deployment into their mission. John Ruskin said, "What when a man is wrapped up in himself, he makes a pretty small package. Amen. The mission that God wants for us is bigger than just us. It's about the kingdom. It is about expanding the kingdom. Can I tell you, don't get wrapped up into my ministry my church amen that you forget that we are a part of the great kingdom of God and that we're not the only ones in in a situation like we are in but I look beyond this and say I don't want to just just simply barely get by I choose to be a bond servant what's the difference between a bond servant and a common slave a slave has to bond servant gets to a slave does the minimum requirement a bond servant reaches the maximum potential amen a slave will do the minimum requirement but a bond servant will reach for maximum potential a slave will go one mile but a bond servant will go the extra mile a slave feels robbed, but a bondservant will give. A slave is bound, but a bondservant is free. A slave fights for his rights, but a bondservant lays his down. Amen. These observations given to us in John Bevere's book, uh, uh, The Bait of Satan, Amen, points a beautiful picture, or paints a beautiful picture of the difference between a, a person that is just barely in and a person that is all in. Do you want to be on fire for God? I want to be on fire for God. This season requires that we just don't play Pentecost and little patty cake blessings and a little bit of worship. This hour requires radical, radical, fanatical, all in, all in. Amen. Servanthood. If we're going to escape, we've got to seize the mentality of a servant. The great escape is reserved for the ones who have come to grasp with heaven's truth. To go up, you go down. To increase, you decrease. To live in liberty, you exchange and accept being sold out, crucified with Christ and the bondage of Christ. What the world sees as bondage, the servant sees as freedom. What this world sees as freedom is actually bondage. I'm free to do this and I'm free to do that. I'm free to smoke what I want and, and snort what I want. And I'm free to put whatever I want in my veins and drink and put down in my throat. I'm free to do that. Yes, but then all of a sudden they become a slave to that marijuana. They become a slave to the, the nicotine. They become a slave to the alcohol and the cocaine. I'm free to do that. Amen. But that's really bondage. And the world cannot understand that. But the child of God that has been crucified with Christ is the child of God that says it may look like I'm bound but really I'm free really I'm free the great escape requires being a servant being a servant humility somebody say humility the great escape also requires obtaining like precious faith 
Everybody say, like precious faith. The companion Bible says that this is living divinely, living in divinely implanted principles of truth. This is no ordinary, just barely get by, but it's precious faith. Precious. That's where you start. Precious faith is where you start living in purpose and victory. That's where you begin to say, I'm coming out of this. My faith says, I see beyond my present dilemma. Like precious faith means equal price or worth. It means that word there, like precious. Those two words are actually together in one Greek word. Like precious is of the same kind, of the same value, in equal standing, in equal honor and privilege, Gentiles and Jews, equal kingdom citizenship rights. The Greek word here was used for foreigners who had been granted the privileges of citizenship, which were equal to those who had been native born. Can you imagine the mind of a Hebrew? The mind of the Jew was that nobody else but God's people. Nobody else is accepted as the apple of his eye but the Hebrews. But all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost come and God God changes all that and he changes it by saying it is for the Jew, it is for the Gentile, it is for the Hebrew and it is for the Greek. It is for those from Macedonia and those from Madagascar. It is for whosoever will. Amen. Let him come. What is he saying? He's saying that you cannot just simply say because he's an apostle that he's got better rights. No, he's got the same right as the lowest one among us. Those that are in this building we all have the same rights if we're living in, in the precious faith of God amen this statement had to shock the Jewish believers because they thought they were better and had higher privilege but like precious faith gives every kingdom citizen the opportunity to pursue an overcoming life every one of you have the opportunity tonight to go to a new level. Not just bishop. Not just pastor. All of us. Let's go up. Let's go up. Let's escape. Let's es anybody feel like you'd like to escape a corona? Does anybody feel like you'd like to escape all the pressures of the day? Anybody would like to escape the, the junk and the news and the cultural conflicts and, the, and all that? Anybody here would like to escape your own pressures and your own issues and your own thing? Is anybody here with me that'd like to pull off and escape? Amen. There is one coming for you tonight. There is one coming for me tonight. And it's for everyone. If one can move a mountain, everyone can move a mountain. If one can enter into divine purpose, everyone can enter into divine purpose. Then he said, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. The church of the living God needs a reintroductions into the essence of God's grace. Hallelujah. Not my perfect ability, not because I've got everything just right, but because of his grace. It's God's grace that's going to help me move forward and escape from this place. It is the favor of God that's going to point me in the right direction. Grace all always comes amen and, and but you'll find that favor and grace comes before feet before peace amen grace and peace Romans 5 and 1 says therefore being justified by faith we have peace 
peace with God. There was an encounter with grace that brought peace. I want to say thank you, God, for your favor. I didn't earn it. Thank you, God, for your multiplied grace. Thank you, Lord, because multiplied grace will bring multiplied peace. Hallelujah. I believe today there's somebody on the sound of my voice is going to say because of Jesus Christ, because I know who he is, because of his grace, because of this faith that I have, I am escaping from bondage to promise. The divine escape comes with divine power. Verse 3, according as his divine power hath given to us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. What is he saying? I got what you need to live in this ungodly world. I've got enough godliness for you and enough power for you to live in this, this ungodly world. Amen. I want that. How about you? All things that pertain unto life and godliness. I want it all. I want wisdom to know how to manage my money in this season. I want wisdom to know how to give right in this season. I want to know how to handle my affairs right in this season. I want to make sure that I'm still dressing right and living right and talking right and got the right kind of conversation in this season. It's because of his divine power. You say I can't do it. Then get hooked up to his power. Get hooked up to the Holy Ghost power. And watch how God works. Paul said, but we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory. Can I tell you tonight, God has called you. He's called MPC to glory and virtue. He's called us to the evidence of his presence and his purpose. That's what glory is. And to courage. That's what virtue means. He's called us to courage. He's called us to glory. He's called us to I don't know what the future holds but one thing I do know he's called me to glory and virtue one thing I do know he's called me to the operation of his presence when he talked about the glory of the Lord he talked about the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night he talked about the Shekinah falling into the temple what is glory it's the manifestation of his presence oh God we need that here at MPC I'm praying tonight that we leave this place and head back to our houses saying glory be to God the devil is defeated glory be to God the presence of God is with me God is for me not against me how many of you want to be changed from experience to experience from glory to glory I got to escape from this world. Escape from the things of this world. Pick up the reading again at verse 3. 1 Peter 1 and 3. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Whereby, because of that calling, because of his divine power, whereby are given to us not just promises, not just exceeding promises, not just exceeding great promises, but exceeding great and precious 
promises. Somebody say amen. amen. Exceeding great and precious promises. Exceeding means they're excelling, constantly excelling, going more than you can expect. They're great. They're big. Mega is the word here. Exceeding mega. Mm. Tell to your neighbor, tell them, I got mega promises. I got mega promises. I've got precious promises that are huge, wonderful, great, and divine that I have escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Here's where we're living at today. And this is the point of the great escape. The world is feeding on manure and calling it meal. The world is feeding on secretions of this world that is garbage. And they can't distinguish between the corruption and that which is cleansed. But if we're going to live in this hour, we have got to escape feasting on what they think is is, is a meal amen and it is really a mess but we have got to determine today I'm leaving that corruption and I'm headed to that promise I'm leading, leading that decay and I'm headed to that promise I'm leaving this trouble and trial in the uh, you might still be living in a mess, but you don't have to be eaten from the mess. You might be living in a trial, but you don't have to be eaten from that trial. It's time to say, I'm escaping, Lord. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I don't know how. Amen. But somebody, I feel like somebody's about to walk out of the, out of the woods into the clearing and see, whoo, everything's all right. I'm not lost. I'm set free. Escape the corruption. You have probably heard the story of the great escape in World War II and the planning of those in prison camps that they planned and dug, failed and kept digging, failed and kept digging until they made their way and they escaped. They escaped. I want to tell you, it takes divine intention to say, I am pursuing the promise of God. But pursuing means escaping. You can't hold on to the things of this world and think like the world and live like the world and begin to look at the things of life like the world looks at them and still stay free. I want to be free. I want the promise of God. I choose rather to be a bond servant of Christ than a bondage of eating manure and calling it a meal. Corruption, 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 corruption. I'm gone. Flee into my promise. What is the greatest thing that we can be doing today is to have the partaking of the divine nature to partake of his divine nature. Lord, we need that right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's just pray for a minute. Lord, we need it right now. Thank you, Jesus. Could I have him come to the music, please? Just the music, no singers, just, just a, a piano right now. Hallelujah. I'm escaping. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming through. I'm going to make it in Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, stand to your feet, church. Oh, Jesus, my Jesus, I'm running to you, Lord. I'm running to you. Lift your hands. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say, this is for me tonight, Pastor. This is for me. Don't, don't go on by what you feel right now. Don't go on by what you see right now. Don't go by what you are, are experiencing in this very moment. But believe that there is a victory for you. There is a Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com. Hey,